You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with See Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hey everyone, it's C from See Psychic Readings. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast where I want to address the single ladies and men out there. <laughs> I want to talk about how you can energetically draw in your soulmate or your forever partner using advanced law of attraction techniques. Whew, that's a mouthful. <laughs> well, it starts with um, the idea of what you want, right? So anybody that's had a reading with me, they know that I'm the no-nonsense psychic. I don't sugarcoat things, right? And for me, when I read for my clients specifically on the topic of attracting or bringing in their soulmate, you know, everyone always asks me, see, where's my man? Or see, where's the lady? You know, where are they? Where are they hiding? Um, and the funny thing is, a lot of times, they're actually just right outside your sphere, meaning that they're there. You might walk down the street and bump into them. They're part of your friend circle or community. They're at work. There's all these places where they're they're actually hiding in plain sight, which is very funny that way. Uh, but we have to get ready energetically to rise up vibrationally to match them. And that's how we can bring them in. Uh, so there's a few things that can potentially halt or stop or I'll say delay the right person from coming into your energetic stream. Uh, so I'll talk about it in the way that I do readings. Now, when I do readings, um, my psychic readings are, I call them my life readings, right? And what we do is I go through all areas of a person's life before they're even able to ask any questions, right? Uh, anyone that's had a reading with me knows that the first portion is me giving information from spirit. The second portion is any questions that weren't answered during that time. You know, you get to ask it to make sure that all your questions are answered. But during the first portion, that's where lots of things come up and it's the things that people might not really consider or want to consider so for example i have tons of clients that come to me the question is when am i going to meet my soulmate uh give me the day the year the time who they look like where they are like when am i going to meet them and when i'm reading for these clients i have to say to them you know i'm going to be very brutally honest i don't see them around you and what i mean by that is when i read for my clients i sort of get three different phases. Uh, if they are primed and ready, they've done the spiritual self work, they're ready to pull in the partner, I can get the details on the partner. I can even get, you know, sometimes a ring on the finger, meaning that, hey, we're getting there, like we're coming into marriage time. Uh, that's if they're ready. If they're sort of dabbling in it, but they're not dating intentionally and there's still some vibrations to clean up, but they're on their way, I'll get energy around them. And I'll say, hey, we got, we got some movement. I always joke around, it's like, uh, you know, there's there's things swimming around you, like fish swimming around you. So we have some some movement, but I'm not bringing in, I'm not being pulled into the main energy. And then my last section is sometimes it just will be dark. I won't get anything. It'll just be, uh, you know, no nobody else's energy will come through. And that's because that's where we have to do the self work. So I would say the number one thing that prevents uh you know, you from drawing in your, whatever you want to call it, your soulmate, forever partner, that person um, is your own self-care and your own self-work. Now, this is different for everybody, right? So when I read with my clients, this is where we get into almost like the love blockages. And when I read for my clients, 
this this can be in many different ways. Uh, many times, I will say it's past trauma or past relationships that haven't been let go. Uh, that's where we sometimes have to do cord cutting or really look into the the root of that. Other times, it's the fear fear of hey now I've let the person go, but I'm not willing to go and get hurt like that again, so I'm afraid. Um, and then the the last kind of way that I sort of see this manifest is um, un not believing, uh, not believing that they're lovable, not believing they deserve to have this kind of love, believing that this kind of love only exists for others or in the movies and not for them. Uh, so this is where I could see these these things kind of play out. Now, when we talk about our soulmate and forever partner, um, you know, uh, anyone that has read with me knows that I believe that there can be a few different souls you can mate with, right? I don't believe there's just one. That's your person. If they, you know, something happens to them, you're done. You know, I believe there's a few different souls you can mate with. What I think happens is we get brought into certain energy and that energy is a mirror. It's a mirror for who we are. So if we don't like the energy we're bringing in, check yourself. What energy are you putting out? Because nine times out of 10, what you're drawing in, you are um, actually projecting. So I had a client that was very scared to get into a relationship. And the funny thing is every person she's dating is also scared to get into a relationship. So she says, oh, but they, they're really not able to commit, you know? And I asked her, well, are you, if they were to come forth right now and say, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. And she thought about it for a second and she went, no, I'm, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Like I'm scared. And I'm like, exactly. So we got, we still got some work to do there. Um, so when we talk about the soulmate relationship, the way I like to look at this is the universe brings us opportunities, right? So they can bring you this amazing person that you click with, that you connect with, that has these things that you're looking for, but they're never going to bring you a perfect partner. That's not the objective of this. It's not to have a perfect partner, right? Uh, so what they bring you essentially is the opportunity. They say to you here, here's a person, here's a human with a soul that can connect well with yours, figure it out, go build. And then you still got to do the rest of the work, right? That's how that works. So sometimes it's also our mind frame or mind sense of where we think, uh, relationships lie both in our lives and both how we see them. And I'm going to be honest with you, everyone. It's not like in the movies. I wish it was. I always make jokes that the movies never show you what happens you know, six months, one year, five years down the line after the fairy tale ending, right? That's the movie I want to see made. Um, so we sometimes have to really be realistic in our mind of what these relationships can provide us and what they can't. Um, now, when we're talking about drawing in your partner, um, bringing in the right person, you know, we've all heard of law of attraction and manifestation, right? We, we know the basics and the basics is you ask for what you want, you believe that you can have it and then you receive it. It comes, right? Well, how does this manifest? It's feelings, right? We all know this. Now, the, the kind of cincture to what I've seen my clients do in the terms of those who've been able to successfully use law of attraction and cleaning up their energies to bring in their soulmate versus those that are still struggling and they call me six months later or a year later and say, see, it's not working. Why can't I do this? Is um, the feelings and the belief, right? The understanding that they are deserving and to remove those blockages within themselves. So um, I'm gonna give you now some techniques on how you can draw in your person. So the first thing I would say is 
get yourself ready. Um, there is a really great uh, exercise out there that was recommended. It's in the book, The Artist's Way. It's called Pages. And every morning, get up and write three pages. Uh, it could be on your computer, right? Word document, could be physical, depending on what you wanna do. And start with a question. And the question I always like to ask my clients and what I like to work with with the universe to help my clients receive is the question of, what am I doing that is holding me back from receiving the love I want and deserve? Right? And then journal on it. And another question I like my clients to ask is, what am I truly afraid of that is stopping me from bringing in my soulmate? These are very powerful questions because what they do is they get to the deep rootedness of um, what you might be thinking. You know, what's holding you back? Like we discussed, is it a past relationship, past trauma? What are you afraid of? Do you feel like you're not worthy or unlovable? Are you scared of a certain component of the relationships? All this stuff is great to kind of get the gunk out, right? Um, and, you know, this is this is a process. So I have to be honest and say, I'm not going to give you or be able to give you the magic key in, in this podcast, but this is hopefully going to spark something really great in you that helps you to root out what might be uh, preventing you from bringing in your soulmate and then help you draw in your soulmate. So that's prevention. Now I'm going to draw in. So talk about law of attraction and manifestation techniques. A uh, few different things that I recommend to do to draw in your partner. One thing I always tell my clients to do is forget affirmation statements. I mean, we will talk with them in, about them in two seconds, but I like a uh, definitive statement. And I call this a definitive statement. Um, this goes by many different names. Intention statement, I've heard this to be called. Basically, what you're doing is you're assuming a goal. You're, you're stating your intent or you're affirming it. So your affirmation might be, I want to draw in a partner who loves me soulfully for who I am and who is available to me for marriage and children. That's a very specific goal, right? As opposed to, I'd like to draw in someone funny, <laughs> you know, or I like someone nice or someone rich. <laughs> These are all changeable aspects, right? We're looking for the soulful character of somebody the rest of me can build. So think about what exactly it is you are trying to intent with a relationship. Write it down, post it on your mirror, read it out loud several times a day. Um, this is how we get into the mind frame of this, right? The next thing is I do recommend affirmation statements. They work. Um, but to me, they're more like a vitamin is what I would call it. You know, it's sort of like you take it daily, you see how it goes, right? Um, the intention statement is something that is much more powerful because now we're focused on a goal. Right. But the affirmation statements are fantastic and useful and should be part of your repertoire if you find the right statement. Right. It's not just going to help you to read the Internet and read a statement and say, oh, OK, uh, I'm going to say that love follows me everywhere. You know, if you don't relate with it, you don't relate with it. And I had clients that have come to me saying, see, I'm doing all my affirmations. Nothing's working. And I say, I think your affirmations are wrong. What are you saying? And they tell me and I'm like, yeah, that has nothing to do with what you're trying to accomplish you know, or it has nothing to do with your beliefs. So you have to make it fit. Um, so the affirmation might be, I am learning to let go of any past traumatic romantic experiences to bring in my perfect partner, right? That's something you can think and believe, right? So one's a goal. The second one is shifting beliefs. That's what we're trying to do. And we're using the goal first to look at it. And the other one is we're shifting all those uncomfortable beliefs in terms of affirmations to release them. 
And then the last sort of part of this is to use your visualizations to bring in the partner. So you don't have to know what they look like. Lots of times when I work with my clients on manifestation, they get caught up in the visual and they say, see, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what she looks like. I can't visualize that. I don't care, but that's, that's not what we're really focused on right now. We're focused on the feeling. So I want you to think about what it would be like to be with this person. And what I like to say to clients is imagine yourself in several different scenarios with them. What is it like waking up with your forever partner? Do you guys linger in bed on a Sunday? Is it a Tuesday morning where you're rushing downstairs and getting coffee, but making plans for that night? Um, you know, is there kids involved and you're getting them ready for school? What does that look like with your forever partner? I want you to imagine that, you know, feel it, really feel it. What are the smells, the sounds, the 3D experience? That's what you're trying to do. You literally want to get yourself to the perspective of if you're actually there. So when you finish the manifestation, you almost feel like it happened, right? Because the universe knows no difference. That's what you're trying to do. And the next step that you want to do is feel what that process would be like and what it would be like to have that person by your side almost to the point where you actually feel like they are there. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of a tip. I have clients that have done this, that have reported that they've gotten so good at imagining their forever partner being there, that it, they, them not being there in the physical, it doesn't even matter. They actually feel like their person is there. And within that very shortly thereafter, they end up meeting the person, right? Because they drew them in. So imagine what that is like, work on the visualizations, you know? And I'll tell you right now, this stuff works. It really does. I'll give you an example. I have a client who's wonderful and she's been coming to me for many years, very sweet, loving, beautiful, you know, person. And, uh, you know, you think this person should be in a relationship and it wasn't that they didn't have offers. It just wasn't the kind of offers they wanted per se. But when we really looked at the root of what was happening, you know, they were dealing with everything. They were dealing with past traumas of relationships, not feeling good enough or lovable, not being able to envision how that person's going to enter their busy, chaotic life. Um, and we worked through these traumas and through the situation to then be able to get to the next stage where we can work on our affirmation statements, our intention statements, right? Which my client did their homework. I got to give them lots of credit, lots of props. Um, and it wasn't easy and it wasn't a quick journey. It didn't happen from today to tomorrow. But then all of a sudden I read for them one time and I said, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I see the ring on the finger. Like, are you, I don't think you've met anybody yet, but I feel like they're close and they didn't meet anyone yet, but they felt it. They felt that they were ready to enter into relationship union in a formal and lasting sense, which they never had that feeling before. They couldn't envision themselves with a forever partner. And I got the guy, you know, and I was able to say, this, this is who I think they are. They kind of feel like this. Um, and I'm not sure when you're gonna meet them, but this could be the location. I gave them all the details. And uh, pretty soon thereafter, only a couple months, I got an email back saying, found him, this is it. Um, you know, and so this process does work, but you have to put in the work. This is what a lot of people don't, not that they don't want to do. I think everyone is just afraid, right? They're afraid of the hard work and they don't know where it's going to lead. And they, they just want the instant, right? So the question that really should be asked is not where is he or where is she, or tell me about my soulmate. I think the question you really want to answer is, um, what can I do 
to be ready for and bring in my forever partner or my soulmate. All right. When you answer that question and you do all this work, the rest is easy. Because that's when you get the person and you have all this stuff covered and licked, that's going to make the relationship 10 times better too, right? Because you're in the right mindset and you're going to attract the right mindset. So it's better for everybody to do this work, yourself and the person out there. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't want to do this, you know, look at it from this perspective. You're not doing it for you. You're doing it for them. You're doing it to make this better in the future for both of you. So it's a win-win. All right. Well, I do hope that this podcast helped you. Uh, as I always say, I love, love getting emails from clients and listeners and people that like the podcast, people that have ideas. So if there's anything you'd like uh, me to share, anything that you'd like more insight, ins insights or guidance on, uh, please definitely email me. And otherwise, I hope everyone is doing well out there, taking care of themselves and each other. Blessings.